Sean left me here alone in the coffee shop. I don't know who. You know what? I got somebody I'll call. Let me see if I can get a hold of this guy. Hello? Uh, Zach. Hey, how's it going? Dude, it, I'm good. How are you doing, man? I woke up a little late, a little sleepy, but I'm all right. Listen, I need help with something. Uh-oh, what is it? So I'm down here at the Gerudo Cafe, and my boy, okay. my boy Sean didn't show up. Um, he had something wrong with the kids or had to hang out with the kids or something like that. Like, I guess his wife is working and, uh, and normally I have coffee every, every, you know, Sunday morning with him. I'm I'm here at the coffee shop. I didn't know if you were in the area, if you could just swing by, man, I'm so hungry. That sounds so perfect. Let's, let's definitely do it. Okay. All right. I'll see you in a bit. Right. All right. Sounds good, Bobby. All right. Cool. Bye. A cup of Joe and Nintendo is powered by the you, me and Capri Patreon. We want to say thank you to some people starting with our Diamond Executive Producers, Slimer Snarf, Lee Navarro, and Jonathan Brown. Also, our Platinum Producer, Robbie Bobby Miller. And then to our Gold Level Patrons like James Johnson, Gene Kay, Skinny Matt, Ashley Nicholson, Aaron Gropper, Trucker Sloth, Argo, Ryan Turford, Egg Shen and Ray Sony Pony Martinez. Thank you everyone for all of your support. Zach, I'm you know I've known you for a while now. I'm kind of curious about something though. Hmm. What um like what was your first Nintendo console that you ever had? My first and I'm old. Me and you we're we're two old boys here hanging out. No, I'm way older than you. I'm 30. I'm 46, dude. I got you. Okay, all right, you got a little, okay, time, a little bit of time on you. Okay. No, I'm just saying we're not like those 20-year-olds okay. that grew up on, like, GameCube. Okay. No, okay. I, uh, my uncle, my mom's brother, he had an NES, um, and he was kind of aging out. Back then, he was too cool for games, so he gave me his NES when I was four years old. Get out. Yeah, so I, I had the Mario and uh, Duck Hunt combo cart, and then I had Pro Wrestling. Nice. That's uh, a good one. That's a good one. And then the first game I got for myself was Little Mermaid. And that was the first video game I ever beat. I was a huge Disney kid. <laughs> Apparently so. Apparently so. That's kind of interesting because I was always curious about that with you. Um, like I said, because we've, we've been talking for a little bit now. I was like, man, is Zach like old school or is he new school? And I like it. The Sapper. I like it. Yeah, I got, I, so I got the NES. He gave it to me. Um, and back at the time, my favorite TV show was like the X-Men cartoon. Okay. So I, would, I got like a bunch of X-Men stickers. And I remember like the way I made the console mine instead of his was I had like a beast sticker and I nice. put that beast sticker right on the top and then it was my my console. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I was just perusing your YouTube channel uh, a couple days ago and you you were pretty on a little bit with that we were going to get a direct this past week. Yes. Um, it wasn't what we expected. I know you were a little upset about it. Um, Slightly. <laughs> I, I will say I was kind of excited or I am excited for the WWE mm -hmm. game. Yeah, that makes sense. Because a lot of those WWE games that are coming out now, they remind me of Madden, where, mm -hmm. like, they're so hard. And you literally got to dedicate so much time to them. Right. Very much like um, the NBA games are right now. Like, the 2K games are for NBA. Like, you got to kind of dedicate your time to play them. Sure. Which I love playgrounds because I'm like, this is kind of like NBA Jam and I don't need to like dedicate that much time. So my, my hopes are that this WWE game is very similar in fashion of like, you don't need to really go crazy with it. Right. Um, but I know there's a rumor of an, of an actual direct this week. 
Like this week. I thought that's what I heard. Now what are you hearing? Don't don't get me excited like that. No, Bobby. I'm serious. I I literally like was hearing that there's a potential for this week. But but regardless if it happens this week or next week sure. or whatever, like what are what are your hopes that we get? Man, I mean, I'm I'm always one for the the spectacle. So like I know the Mario 35th is, mm-hmm. is what everyone's predicting and that's almost inevitable, but yeah. I really hope that they have one more thing. Mm-hmm. And I think this past week it came out they they finally kind of owned up like, "Hey, pandemic is affecting us." Furukawa for a while said like, "No, no delays, we're good. We got this." And then last week they were like, "Actually, it's it's been, you know, a bit of a struggle." So I don't know how much we'll get. I'm trying to keep my expectations low, especially after the partner showcase, yeah. which, which by the way, I love those games as well. Like I wish that EA would revive EA Sports big and bring back NBA Street, NFL Street. Yes. Those games were so fun. And, and NBA Playgrounds kind of does that a little bit, but yeah. man, I, I wish they'd just go harder. And I think that'd be a perfect fit for Switch because it does have a bit more of a, you know, a different audience and anyhow. I, I hope that I hope that we get at least one surprise. So we've heard for so long about Mario 3D World port from Wii U, Pikmin 3 port from Wii U, maybe the Metroid Prime trilogy from you know Wii and, and GameCube. Yeah. One, one thing, one thing, Nintendo, one one surprise for the end of the year. I'm. So are you in the are you in the boat of you don't think we see Breath of the Wild this year? I. When it was revealed at E3 last year, I was like, okay, that's their fall 2020 game because they want Zelda to compete with the PS5 and Xbox Series X. So they can say, hey, remember Breath of the Wild? That game was insane. You have a Switch. You want to buy a Switch? We got this crazy big game. It's going to yeah. be polished to heck and back. But I think that game is now a spring 2021 game um, or, or maybe beyond, depending on how things have been delayed. So, yeah, I, I have heard that there's a trailer ready. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to get a trailer. The trailer would be um, awesome. I my thought pattern was to how do you compete against Xbox and Sony? You need right. to the in my opinion, and I don't know if Nintendo is going to do this or not, but to me, for my money, it's a smart bet. I would rekindle and recreate what you did with the launch of the original Switch in terms of I would go, hey, guys, here's the Switch Pro. It's going to run stronger. And by the way, here's Breath of the Wild 2. Mm -hmm. And then this way, you're going to get people going, oh, man, I need this new Switch. And by the way, I'm definitely buying, you know. And and I'm not sure if it's actually called Switch Pro, Switch 2, whatever the the, the moniker is for it. I really, truly believe they are working on something. Um, my belief set has always been like when NVIDIA uh, announces the next chipset, mm-hmm. that's when they'll move up. Like, right. I think they're always going to be my you may not be in the same mindset that I am. My, my mindset is this switch console that we have will be the console for the next 20 something years in wow, terms okay. of maybe not this exact model. But right. very similar to what they did with the DS, how the DS started out as one, and it went all the way up to the 3DS. And we had that console for the flip and all that stuff. Like, yeah, they made moderations to it and, and, and fine-tuned it, but essentially that was our console for 15 years or something. I feel like the Switch sure. is going to be very similar because two reasons. One, they have a 20-year contract with NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my thought pattern was, and when they launched the Switch, they didn't go with the brand-new uh, chipset that that NVIDIA right. was launching, they went with the, the previous model. 
that's my feeling is every time because Nintendo is very cost conscious. So I feel like every time that NVIDIA upgrades to the next one, Nintendo will be not far behind going to the previous version. I hope anyway, because I feel like I'm in the I'm in the camp of they have to try to like go to the next level, because mm-hmm. if they don't, it's going to make it very difficult for third parties to go backward compatible to that a Switch, far. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I don't know that it happens this year just because I feel like Nintendo wants to follow their own timetable. They're like, hey, if the other platform holders release in November, we got March. If they yeah. release, you know, in 2011, we'll release in 2012. But yeah. I do think that's the, the play. Um I've seen some people say, like, oh, you know, it's it's a big year for Sony and Microsoft, so Nintendo can kind of sit back. I don't think that's their strategy. Mm-hmm. There, there's so much market share to capitalize on, and, you know, one thing they could do is price cut, but luckily they don't have to. Mm-hmm. One, because the console sells out, and two, it's basically half the price of the new consoles anyway. So, yeah. so their play of, hey, we're the cheaper option yeah. with the insane library, I think this is an opportunity to go really hard. And, and I would love a Switch Pro. I don't think it happens this fall, mm-hmm. but I do think that, the Mario 35th thing is a great nostalgia play, and it is yeah. going to be fun for kids of today. But in my opinion, that's not a game that... That's not an Animal Crossing New Horizons. That's not even a Mario Odyssey, because today's 17-year-old isn't excited to go play Mario 64 with slight graphical improvements and widescreen you know, mode. That's, that's just not a, a, a draw. And the truth so, is, the truth is that history shows Mario 3D games don't sell as well as a 2D Mario game. Mm-hmm. 2D Mario games always sold way better than, right. than 3D, you know, because anybody can jump into a 2D. The right. 3D, you got to kind of, like, you got to kind of be there a little bit and and follow the generation cycle along. For me, I would love a 35th anniversary, get get all these games kind of packed and, and, and done to go back and play some of the games again. Hopefully they work on the camera angles and all that stuff. Like, I'm in. You know what I mean? Like, they got mm-hmm. me. I'm sold. But I'm with you. Like, they need something a little bit more, like, power i just think as as sony and microsoft kind of you know i mean microsoft seems to be fumbling their way through the the beginning months and and sony you know they have the miles morales spider-man game which will probably be great but you say hey we got the nintendo switch it's 300 bucks it's on the go it's at home and we got mario kart 9 or we got breath of the wild 2 like that's a play then parents say wow 300 bucks plus i can get mario or zelda which i know so well or 550 and i can get this you know I, i hope that they do that to me, I would be sitting here telling you, Bobby, they got something. Yeah. If not for the pandemic, but but that then makes me wonder: Do they just turtle shell and pack it in and say, "Well, at least we got 35th. At least we got you know a Pikmin 3 Deluxe, mm-hmm. and we can kind of just push the brakes a bit." I mean, I think I think you're onto something. Definitely. Like, how difficult would it be? Like, I can't see. You can't tell me that Nintendo has been sitting here for what six to eight years. And not working on a new Mario Kart game? Mm-hmm. That's impossible to think. Like, I love Mario Kart 8. It is, I, I go back the best. and I yeah. play it on stream all the time. And it's like, it brings out the rage like all the old Mario Kart games <laughs> do. But I would love a Mario Kart 9. You know? Right. Um, where, where's your feeling? Like, are you are you on board with like a Smash Kart type thing? Or you think oh, that, yeah. like that's the way you think they're going to go with the next I, one? I think or? they still call it Mario Kart because, mm-hmm. you know, brand identification is so important but i think it does become nintendo kart i think there's they start you can see that's what they did they brought in the animal crossing course the the zelda Mm. course they brought in the characters you know inkling so it's like it's it's right there on the cusp i think you go full bore i do get the the thing of like hey eight deluxe still sells with new switches people buy a switch they buy eight deluxe but at some point like that's got to be 
why not have another 20 million seller? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why not? Why, why not? And, and I hope that they have that, that idea that it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of a weird thing. Like you don't want to eat your audience, you yeah. know, it's like, well, let's hold off to me. The smarter play is let's do Splatoon three first. Mm-hmm. Then we go Mario Kart nine, you know, and maybe people start to dwindle on Mario Kart eight a little bit, but eventually, but like, it's almost like one of these things of like, why would you put out something new when the old things just selling like crazy? And I, I can't argue with that. But me as a fan that's been playing this version since it was on the Wii U, I just go, oh, my God, I need something. Give me something, right. please. It's crazy. And how, how much are their eyeballs on the, the production pipeline as well? Because Switch is still sold out. It's mm-hmm. still like people pop up, oh, my God, it's on Amazon. Go get it. Yeah. And they've said, you know, come July, come August, it's going to get easier. Will it? Yeah. I, that's kind of TBD. And, and I wonder if part of the reason that they have not put out a direct is they want to one ensure they hit their dates on games and if mm-hmm. things are a little shaky and then two i wouldn't put it past them to say you know what we don't have the pipeline for consoles so why put out a humongous game if we can't get people to go by the system yeah and I, and that might to me maybe breath of the wild then does push to a march 2021 along i just think that if you're going to if you're going to release a switch pro mm-hmm. you release it with zelda Breath of the Wild yeah, too. Yeah, I think so. Like I that think to me just makes sense. It does. You know, because when you look at a game like Outer Worlds, um, you know, I watched I watched a video today where you were talking about, you know, they're talking about the DLC coming over, and that's a game that a lot of people were hyped for, but mm-hmm. kind of fell a little by the wayside just because of the fact of like the graphics weren't on par. The port stinks. The yeah, port's horrible, not... you know, and yeah. and it just it blows my mind to think that like. We got we have ports coming to the Switch that are mind blowing, like when you think of Doom and you think of uh, Witcher Three, and it's like, mm-hmm. why would you not go to one of these companies and go, hey, can you port this for us? Like it just it it, it kills me to think that that's not what they did, but because I was really looking forward to that game. It's a fun game, yeah. Yeah, because I just thought like Fallout on the Switch, like yes. And I wonder, it makes me wonder, though, is Bethesda sitting there going, like, man, we need to capitalize on this. Like, we could, we have the team that could port this over to Switch, and it would play perfectly over there. Right. Let's do this. Let's let's bring, even if they brought, like, Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas or something. Because at the end of the day, like, Fallout games aren't the prettiest games. Right. So, yeah, it's okay if it looks so a little they can kind of, they can kind of get away with it. But at the same time, it's it's a little... A little hit or miss. I'm hoping... I mean, I've been saying this for... God, I can't even tell you how long. That I've been saying, like, I want Mario All-Stars 2. That Mm -hmm. I want the 3D bundle and all that. But me as a fan of Nintendo, the last thing that I want is a 2D Mario that is in the new paint scheme. Like Like, the new scheme. I want a new art style for yeah. Mario. Like a 2D yeah. Mario game that's with a brand new art style. Please, please, it's got to happen. I hate to tell you, I think that the success of New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe on Switch means you're getting another one. No way. Would you stop? How much did that sell? Oh, that sold a lot. I, I don't I don't remember exactly, but that's a, a mega million seller for them. I'm, I'm, I'm mm. 99% positive it outsold Mario Maker 2. I mean, Luigi's Mansion 3 outsold Mario Maker 2. The, yeah. the sales last year were weird, but I think... You know, just kind of going back to what what do they need? Year one, we have Splatoon 2, fantastic multiplayer mm-hmm. game. 
year two slash three because Smash Brothers is a December release. Yeah. You have Smash Brothers. Animal Crossing, I know a lot of people view as an interactive experience, but, but it's not really multiplayer. I think what mm. we're missing right now is what's the next Nintendo multiplayer title? Because yeah. you had, you know, Cart and Splatoon, Smash Ultimate. Last year's big game was like Pokemon Sword Shield. You know, you can battle, but that's that's the gap to me. You know, yeah. Fortnite is out there. Apex is out there. The, the new consoles are, I mean, Halo Infinite will have multiplayer, of course, but you really could get like that. Fan, like you said, like Mario Kart, like a, everybody wants to play, or even a 2D Mario, something that everybody can play together with a, a multiplayer focus. That seems to be the void right now. And if I had to look to where Nintendo tries to come in this fall, that's that's where I'm I'm putting my money. What about what do you think about Arms too? I love Arms, but I, I don't I don't know if anybody else does. I, here's the thing I love about Arms. I I feel like Nintendo dropped the ball with Arms. I really do. Mm -hmm. I feel like where they put that out originally was just, you gave up. You basically mm -hmm. dropped the game, and then a month later, here's Splatoon 2, and you knew Splatoon 2 was going to be a gangbuster seller. Yeah. I think the minute Splatoon 2 hit, it killed ARMS, DOA. I'm not a fan of the piecemeal launch for a game like ARMS. Yeah, I felt like it should have been, here's your game, here's everything, all the bells and whistles, and then, by the way, we'll add stuff later on to it. Mm -hmm. We'll give you some DLC character stuff. But the fact that like they gave us such a such a carved out, you know, a small offering in the beginning, and then like next week here comes a new character. It's like I don't know about this, but the lobby to me is the greatest lobby in all of it's, online it's games. Fun. Like it's you're fun. sitting there with a group of people, you don't know who they are. You're getting thrown into <laughs> different matches. Like this is great. ARMS has great mechanics. ARMS has a great concept. I think it has great character design. I think, you know, if ARMS is made by any other company, it's a fighting game. You yeah. don't expect to have a huge single player. You don't expect a ton of content. But where it released, like you said, and with Nintendo, the expectation was, wow, this needs to be more fully featured. And I think had they even thrown in a Mario Tennis Aces-style single player, like mm -hmm. moving around a little board and fighting some guys, yeah. it gets the game a lot more praise. I, I just don't know, do they dip back into that, that well knowing that it didn't, you know, like Splatoon 2 obviously really launched Splatoon, even though, but Splatoon 1, like, it had popularity. And, yeah. and ARMS, I, I don't know if for, for their... I think Nintendo looks at ARMS and goes, it sold a couple million, right? Mm -hmm. So for them, I think it's a success, right? Sure. Even though, logistically, we know that it, it kind of derailed very quickly. Like, it, it went high and then just fell apart. Right. Um a lot of people just stopped playing it but i think the fact that they brought arms characters into smash you know min min showed up in smash mm -hmm. that to me tells me that nintendo's not done although you say i say that and then i look at like well here's you know, another thing to think about games that, are, that with, have never come back again with arms is i feel like year one of switch was very motion control focused and it seems like nintendo has gone away from that mm-hmm you know, year one, we had 1-2-Switch, yeah. we had ARMS, Gyro, and Splatoon 2, which is great, by the way. That has kind of gone away. Yeah. What what game uses motion now? So I wonder if that was more of like a, hey, that's a year one. We put so much R&D into these Joy-Con, into yeah. this. You know, we got to take advantage. Also, though, Bobby, it's only been a couple of years, but you look back at year one of Switch, that was – we were blessed to, to heaven and back. <laughs> Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Splatoon yeah. 2, Mario Kart, Mario plus Rabbids, ARMS, <laughs> Goodness gracious! That was the year, man, that was the, the year. The first year of Switch is insane. It is, and and that blows me away. 
Like I look at I look at Xbox and I look at PlayStation Five and I go, how are you guys not taking this model? Well, like, and, and and Nintendo sat there and they they took the loss in the Wii U era. They said, okay, we're gonna save Breath of the Wild for for Switch. We're probably gonna save some of these other ideas for Switch. Microsoft has been saving games for Xbox Series X apparently for the last five years, and they don't they don't even have any. I don't know what they've been doing over there. There's nothing coming out. Well, even PlayStation, like. It blew my mind why PlayStation would have put Last of Us 2. Like, why wouldn't right there they at have... The cusp. Yeah, yeah, why wouldn't they have just waited? They could have easily told, you know, they, they easily could have told Naughty Dog, like, just polish more, put more mm -hmm. polish on it, wait, we're going to launch this game with the launch of the PS5, do very similar to what they did with, you know, with, with Breath of the Wild. You know, like, yeah. put it on the PS4, put it on the PS5, you're good to go. And, like, that would have... I believe would have sold a massive amount of consoles out the gate. And then you do this thing where like once a month, here's a brand new game. And like, yeah. I don't understand why that model, like that literally turned around. Like, look, at, I, I remember I was a part of a podcast called if we ran Nintendo and <laughs> we, we started it in the Wii U era because we felt like everything Nintendo did was so bad. Right. And it literally took a company that every major media games media company was saying like they need to go third party right they turned it around flipped it on its ear and was like no 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 no. we're 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 nintendo we make games we make consoles and we're here to stay and yeah. nobody saw this coming I, and anybody that sits there now and goes oh <laughs> Says they did. you're a liar you're a liar because there's no uh, way I, man. I think i think when your back's against the wall you, you perform it and Look for better or worse, Sony knows. Hey, we're gonna get Assassin's Creed. Yeah. We're gonna get mad, and we're gonna. So, so they don't. They're not. The impetus was on Nintendo. Either you put up or you shut up. Maybe yeah. for good. Yeah. I will say with Last of Us Two, that game was initially intended to launch in February, and so I think their mindset was, hey, this will be our last big push for PS4. Yeah. We'll get a lot of brand love, and then we'll coast into PS5. After it got delayed, that's where it starts looking like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. But when it was a nine-month gap, yeah. Okay, now it's like, hey, we're, we're selling something just yeah. to, you know really push the last bit of this generation but yeah you're, you're right like i don't know i feel dumb because if i ran nintendo if i ran sony if i ran microsoft i'm always like i would do this i would do this it'd be so easy we'd sell so many yeah. units and it's like what are these guys doing and I, I always question are they really that much smarter than us or are they really just dumb business people that don't get it <laughs> i think sometimes like i think that's why phil spencer is so good because he's mm -hmm. really a gamer at heart yeah so he does the things that gamers want you know, like, dude, say what you want about the way their approach. I feel like they're very consumer friendly right now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, to me, some of the stuff they're doing doesn't make sense. But mm -hmm. from a Microsoft perspective, it makes absolute sense. Mm -hmm. You know, but like I, I sat there and was like, why in the world are you putting Cuphead on Switch? Like, what are you crazy? And then like, I think they looked at, I think Minecraft was the beginning. I think when yeah. they when they bought that Minecraft franchise and they seen that like, hey, I, I mean I might be wrong, but up until a couple of years ago, like every single month, Minecraft was in the top ten seller, all the time, you know. And I think they looked at that and was like, man, if we limit it to one console, it cuts off what we do. We could cool. we could chip it to three and make a lot of money. That's their whole philosophy now. I, I think they, they detached themselves from needing Xbox to be the best seller, and they said we want to make money. We want to push services, and we're going to be the best in the game at that. So if Minecraft is on Switch, 
okay, you're not buying an Xbox, but we get a percentage of that. Yeah. Hey, we don't have we don't have the the coolest console, we don't have the best exclusives, but we have Game Pass, and we're gonna you know make millions and millions of dollars yeah. on those monthly sub subs, even though people look at Sony and go, oh my God, their games are better, and their games are better. Yeah. But Microsoft is playing a, a totally different ball game, and um, I hope that Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo in the Switch era has not done that more than ever. Like Nintendo's whole thing is we play a different game. we yeah. but I feel I feel like this time they were like, no, we're gonna compete, yeah. and I love that. And yeah, I hope that I hope that with Furukawa and Doug Bowser, I hope that they continue that. This year makes me worried, but I I just chalk it up to pandemic stuff, mm. and, and not that they're having a, a shift in focus. No. I do think. I do think the next year is going to be interesting. Do they go Switch Pro? Do they come back hard with a crazy lineup in 2021? Where where do we see their emphasis shift? Because they've they've done Mario, they've done Zelda, they've done Splatoon, they've done Kart, they've done Smash. So so now is really the time of like, how are you going to define the second half of Switch? You know, Switch One, if you want to call it that. I mean, if you want to if you want to get serious for a minute, right? If you want to look at this could they have games in the well ready to go and they're using the pandemic as an excuse to hold off and maybe their play is starting january we mm -hmm. just start unloading game after game after game after game to take because nintendo i mean under the reggie I, the reggie regime is what i like to call it <laughs> under that era his whole philosophy was game sell consoles mm -hmm. he's not wrong you know what i mean right. like that was a big problem with the Xbox and the PS PS4 was like these were centerpieces to your house, your home console, or your home your home entertainment center. I mean, I don't care about that. I play my I play I bought a Switch to play games. Right. When I bought my PS4, I bought it for games. When I finally bought an Xbox, I bought it for games. There's stuff that I want to play on each console that I can't get elsewhere. So mm -hmm. for me, I go. Is, could Nintendo potentially be holding back a little bit to then go, okay, we're going to divert you because they don't have games, but we got a whole bunch of first-party games. Because I always feel like nobody does first-party like Nintendo. Mm -hmm. I don't care what people say. Like I just think you're, you're, you're fooling yourself if you think that these other companies... When you look at Nintendo's first-party, I have always felt that... like. It's eclectic. There's there's mm -hmm. a little bit for everybody. You know what I mean? But when you look at like Sony's first party, it's a lot of the same stuff. Sure. Yes, it's it's all story driven. It's all different stories, but it's all third person behind the behind the character. That stuff like right. dude, God of War, uh, Last of Us, Uncharted, Spider Man, they're all very similar in looks. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Even even Horizon, same thing. It's all yeah. very days gone. They're all yeah. yeah they're all right it's, there. It's all the storyline is the difference. Now they do amazing stories, and mm -hmm. I will take nothing take nothing from them for that. But I have always felt like Zelda doesn't look anything like Mario. Mario mm -hmm. doesn't look anything like Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus doesn't look anything like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mike Tyson's Punch Out doesn't look anything like Metroid. Give me you a know? new Punch Out, man. I love oh, the one on Wii. <laughs> dude, that was a good one. That was a good one. So I feel like Nintendo has this ability, even like Pikmin. Pikmin doesn't look like anything. So they have right. this ability to put out these first-party games that just are so diverse across the board. And I hope that that might be their gameplay. Their, their play might be like, we're going to utilize the pandemic to treat it like the end of the Wii U era where we're stockpiling these games, and then our combat against those guys are, we got games. Yeah, I, I, I'm all in. I love that. Yeah, I mean, 
who has as many games as they do right now, other than Steam? It's insanity. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. Where are you with the with the with the eShop? Like, do you feel like we need to overhaul? <laughs> I'm I'm. I, I, like, there's still stuff I'm excited about for the eShop. One problem I think with the eShop is I feel like there's too long of a lead time between the announcements and the releases. So there's games I'm so excited for, like Sports Story and Eastward, that were announced at Indie Directs ages ago. And it's like, where are they? I mean, I still contest that, like, the Katana Zeros, the Celeste, the, the Steam Worlds are such good games. Yeah. Love them to death. But I do find myself, like, I probably have a hundred eShop games that are all... You talk about similarity. It's yeah. like, well, they're 2D, they're pixel art. They're all good, but, yeah. like... I'm a little burnout in terms of organization. It doesn't bother me so much because I, I often search. Like I know what I want, and so I search. But the two things I will say are one, where are themes? Where that that's such a nice play. And two, I wanted to ask you. You know, Microsoft putting their their service Game Pass. We've talked for years. Like, why doesn't Nintendo do a Nintendo Nostalgia Game Pass? You know, Netflix with Nintendo. Yes. Do you think that they look at Microsoft and say, wow, they're they have you know. 10 million, however many million subscribers to Game Pass, we could either A, increase the price of NSO and, and bundle this in, or create a separate subscription, put NES, SNES, N64, Game Boy Advance, fine. They don't even go GameCube because they're goofy like that. Mm -hmm. But $7.99 a month and you get access to this, this not not their silly three games every three months catalog BS. So, it's so silly. What I would like to see Nintendo do, if I had my choice, I would I would love to see them raise the price of Nintendo Switch Online, right? Mm -hmm. I'd pay 60, 70, right? I'm willing to pay 60 or 70. And what I want for that 60 or 70 a month is better online. Mm -hmm. Go server-based. Stop this peer-to-peer -peer nonsense. Animal Crossing should not be running the way it is. If I want you to come to my island, you should just, boom, be there, yeah. right? You should, when you load into my island, you should just, it's a loading screen on your side. I shouldn't have to load you in as well, right? Right. That aside, no. I'm willing to pay for that. I know it's a cost behind it. I'm willing to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Then, yes, give me a, a like a, a Netflix where it's, I'm sitting here and here's all the games and I would like to rotate through, but here's a double whammy that Nintendo could do. They could say, you could pay. You can get these games for free. They're here. Every month, we're going to rotate some older games out, bring in some newer games. This mm -hmm. way we're going. But let's just say hypothetically, this particular month, we are going to pull the original Mario Brothers, original Super Mario Brothers, off the channel, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're going to bring in this these set of games. We're going to bring Mario 1 to the whole Mario series is leaving for this mm -hmm. month. We don't know when it's going to come back, whatever. But you can buy it. To keep it, yeah. To keep it so you can have it all the time. It's a win-win. You got people literally, because there's some people that just be like, nah, I'm good with the free games. But then there's some people like me that's an idiot that be like, man, I got to buy those games before they go away. You know, like they could literally make it an event every single month. Like what's new, what's old, what's leaving, what's going. Like, dude, they could literally. I've, I've tried to put myself in their headspace of why don't they? And why do they go? I mean, at their rate, they get the whole NES catalog on there by, you know, year 2300. The whole world's dead and gone. doesn't even matter. But my, the only thing I can think of, and I, and I wonder if, if this is legitimate or just my pie-in-the-sky mind, do they feel that, hey, if we put Mario Kart and Mario 64 and Mario Kart Double Dash, does that dilute from what we do now? Because we basically 
update and upgrade our franchises over and over and that there's some dilution by having access to, hey, now there are 10 2D Mario games available, so why buy the new 2D Mario? Because there's people that will buy it for nostalgia and there, or, or play it for nostalgia, and there's people that don't care about that. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Like, there's, like, you and I will probably go back and play, you know, Most Super Mario don't World. Think I don't think, I don't think a lot of these, uh, I don't think a lot of kids today care about that old stuff. Like, there's some that'll go like, hey, I want to check out the old stuff. But I don't think that if you give someone the opportunity, and that's me included, if you gave Sorry. me the opportunity to play a brand new 2D Super Mario Brothers with a new coat of paint, I am not going to go play the old stuff over the new oh, one. Oh, me, me as well. I think, And I think a lot of people would kind of still keep that. I think I think you, you put up the virtual console for the old heads like us that are just like, I wanna, I'm want i going to relive my childhood. But it's there. It'll, it's not going anywhere. It just makes no sense. So what's what? their play? Why, why not? What's, what's your hypothesis? My hypothesis is the people that cried didn't want to rebuy these games. I think that Nintendo didn't have a system in play of like a Netflix. Mm -hmm. And I think there was a whole bootload of people, my co-host included, um, or, or Sean included, who would just be like, I don't want to rebuy these games all over again. Don't want to rebuy mm -hmm. them again. I bought, them, I bought Mario a million times. I should own it. It should be done. That's it. Gotcha. And I think Nintendo was hearing that from a lot of people, and they were just like, okay. We'll step away. We'll step yeah. away. We're not going to give you nothing now. We'll give you yeah. some free games, and then that's all we're going to be. To the point mm -hmm. where now people have gone back to go like, no, 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 I want it. <laughs> right. Reverse psychology, you know? You take well, yeah, and what's that, what's that like comment saying? Like, consumers don't know what they want. You tell them what they want. Exactly. They, they don't even know what they want. Exactly. Yeah. So... Zach, listen, man. I gotta go, man. I'm, All right. I I, 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 I gotta go meet my mom. Thank you. Thanks for inviting Thank me. I gotta I go, go meet my mom. There man, you go. We're, we're living the same life same here, Same life, man. Same <laughs> life. Tell your mom I said hi. How about that? You tell your mom I said hi. <laughs> Will do. All Good right, buddy. man. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Cup of Joe and Nintendo, a production of the You, Me, and Capri Patreon. If you like the show, you can support them at patreon.com, you, me, Capri. A Cup of Joe and Nintendo is available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all of your other podcast services. Be sure to follow Bobby and Nintendo Gurus on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. For everything that Sean does on the internet, follow him on Twitter, at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Also, twitch.tv Sean Capri. That is all. Peace out, Preston.